What is up, guys? It is the Blue Bloods here, man. It was a wild first night of the NFL draft as we saw a bunch of trades, a bunch of shocking picks, and a lot of guys who fell that, in my opinion, shouldn't have fell. You look at like a Jermaine Johnson, potentially. And there were, there were a few other guys. Malik Willis not getting drafted was really, really surprising to me. Even Tyler Lindenbaum falling a bit. N'Kobe Dean not getting drafted. There's a lot of questions, man. I thought, and I even tweeted before the draft that this could be, you know, one of the first times since I believe 2008 that multiple FCS players get drafted in the first round. And I identified that I thought it was going to be Trevor Penning and Christian Watson out of North Dakota State. It was only the fourth time multiple FCS players have been drafted in the first round, the last being, I believe, 20. Uh, 2008 and then 2000 was another one then there was one a little bit further back but out of all the shocks man it ended up being Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa who I think that was a consensus understanding that he was going to go first round but then Cole Strange out of UT Chattanooga becomes the highest drafted UT Chattanooga player since Terrell Owens to go in the first round pick 29 to the New England Patriots who traded back was one of the more active teams set the world on fire. We saw Sean McVay laughing, saying that they wasted time scouting him for their third or fourth round pick. But I wanted to do these episodes. I'm going to come out with some episodes this weekend as FCS players get drafted. I really want to put the spotlight on these guys because everyone's going to talk about the Trevon Walkers, the Jamison Williams, Chris Olaves, but I really wanted to shine a light on FCS players, how they're going to fit in their teams, why they got drafted where they did, and just give a quick breakdown of some of these guys and help people who might not even be subscribed to the channel understand who their team got. So we'll start with Trevor Penny, man. No surprise here. Drafted by the New Orleans Saints at pick 19 of the 2022 NFL Draft, offensive tackle Northern Iowa. And they, they solved a huge need last night. And they went back to the FCS level to solve their O-line problems with Trevor Penning. They just lost to Ron Armstead to the Dolphins, former UAPB offensive lineman at the FCS level. And Chris Olave at pick 11, Trevor Penning at 19 were huge needs for the Saints on the offensive side of the football. And I think... If you ask me, I thought the Saints had probably one of the best first rounds. I think the Jets were really up there, the Giants with Landon Thibodeau and Evan Neal, but I really like what the Saints did here. And I mentioned, in my opinion, Penning was a consensus number one prospect coming out of the FCS level. Anybody who said otherwise, I'm, I'm not really sure what they were looking at. He's been a staple on this Northern Iowa offensive line since 2019, has started over 33 games for Northern Iowa. And Penny come leaving the 2021 season was the highest graded run blocker in the entire country was one of the highest graded overall offensive linemen according to pro football focuses advanced analytics and he was also just to put in perspective how good Trevor Penny could be he was a finalist or not a finalist but was named to the list of the Walter Payton award at the FCS level the only O lineman to get that honor this year, man, I want y'all to listen real closely. Trevor Penny this year had a 99.9 run block grade. He almost had a perfect run block grade this year, and that just shows how powerful, explosive, and consistent Trevor Penny can be in terms of his run blocking. Also had an 87 pass block grade, one of the top in the country as well, man. This guy had a 90-plus rating for the entire season. He only allowed one sack 
and 11 QB pressures this year and over 773 snaps played, 430-plus being pass-blocking snaps. This guy has the aggression. This guy has the consistency. He has the accolades. First-team FCS All-American, first-team first MVFC All-American, of course, was also named an honorable mention in the spring and was named actually one of the, um, I believe it's Bruce Feldman for the athletic named him one of his freaks in college football, where his size strength, athleticism, it just, it makes him one of a kind on the offensive line. And when you look at him, he could be a staple for the saints offensive line in for multiple years, moving forward. And his strengths, I think are exactly what the Saints need. His demeanor, grittiness, aggression is just one of those qualities where he is going to try to put you to, just to put you in the turf every single play in one-on-one situations. That's invaluable, man. This guy is just so aggressive. He's mean, nasty, and that's what you want in an offensive lineman. And when you look at his bend and movement for a guy who's six, seven, 320 plus pounds it makes him an absolute bulldozer in run block situations he's also excelling he's slowly improving i think his pass game and i think he could become a much better pass blocker once he gets to the nfl depending on what the coaching is like at the saints but they've developed some really good offensive linemen so i think pinning his potential is through the roof and i saw some other teams i think the cowboys fans were really vocal on twitter that they didn't want pinning I just feel like if you watch this guy's film, watch what he achieved throughout his career at Northern Iowa, there's no reason that you should have hoped your team wouldn't draft him. And he's been one of the best offensive linemen in the entire country, not just at the FCS level. I think he's going to be a, a multi-time All-Pro. I think he's going to be 10-plus years starting for the Saints O-line. I really, really like Trevor Pennyman, and I'm really happy that he landed in a good situation down in New Orleans, man, not too far from me. I'm definitely going to have to go check out Trevor Penning playing for the Saints this year. And the other guy that set the Twitter world on fire, man, set the NFL draft world on fire, Cole Strange, UT Chattanooga offensive lineman, drafted by the New England Patriots the late in the late rounds. I believe it was picked 29 for the 2022 NFL draft. And this is probably the most shocking pick of the 2022 NFL draft. When they announced that it was Cole Strange at the end of the first round, man, I think I was watching two separate streams and they were freaking out. They could not believe they picked him over a Nicobe Dean or someone like that. But for me looking at it, yes, it was a small reach. But when you look at Strange, he had a really high second, third round grade for most NFL draft writers or analysts. And we all know when Bill Belichick identifies this guy that's going to fit his scheme, that has the intangibles that he wants on his team, especially O-line and secondary, he's going to go get them. That's why they pulled Kyle Duggar out of the second round, and you see what he's turned into. And he is not afraid to pull a reach because he believes that he knows exactly what he wants and that that guy's going to develop into an all-pro and you can't really fault him. And I understand that Cole Strange is not probably known by many average college football fans that don't pay attention to the FCS level. But when you look at his career at UT Chattanooga, being being picked to participate in the Senior Bowl, I, I, I really do think this guy has a lot of potential at the NFL. Like, I know it's a reach. But you're seeing a lot of people pick him apart just because the team decided to take him a bit early. I think that's a bit unfair to Cole Strange and what he could potentially bring to the Patriots. Now, 
looking at his career, man, he was still one of the highest graded O-linemen at the FCS level. This year only allowed one sack and only five QB pressures and was a big part in why Chattanooga's rushing attack had their highest per game total since 2016. And in this year, had an, was graded at an 86.3 overall blocking grade. 86.9 run blocking, 83.4 pass blocking, man. That is solid numbers for an O-lineman. And for me, I think Bill Belichick, going through the interview process, watching film, he sees that Strange is going to fit this system. He's a hardworking guy, not going to cause you any problems, gritty, tough. And this is just what the Patriots, in my opinion, what the Patriots want in their players, man. And for me, they understand they're not afraid to draft players at the FCS level, the D2 level. And in five years for Chattanooga, man, this guy has 49 games of experience, 44 plus starts, a three time All American in the SOCON, and also was almost a unanimous FCS first team All American. I believe the AP is the only publication that didn't have him as an FCS first team All American and won back to back. Jacobs blocking award and was only the second Chattanooga player to participate in the senior bowl and NFL combine and was selected to one of the combine um, lists like of all American combine lists this year as well. So Cole strange has a lot of potential. I know the, the fans are just going to pick him apart looking at some of the prospects that are left on the board. But when you look at the long-term potential of a Cole strange in a scheme with the coaching that the Patriots are going to offer him, I love the pickup, man. Their offensive line's looking really great. I believe they got a Wanu two years ago. He's developing really nicely. They got a lot of young pieces on that offensive line that are coming along. I think the Patriots knew what they needed, and they knew what they were going to get in Cole Strange, and Bill Belichick just pulled the trigger instead of him getting picked up in the early second and the Patriots not getting a chance to. And for the people out there who are like, man, he's but we gotta we gotta pick him apart as a first round pick and this and that. If I'm telling Patriots fans as an FCS guy that has watched Cole Strange play, be patient with him, man. This kid can develop and be something special. I got to witness him at the at the Senior Bowl. He has some moments, and I see some video coming out where he's getting beat on a play or two, and it's like a it's like a clip of like five plays that Cole Strange is getting beat on, and he's going up against other first round, second round talent, and everybody gets beat as an O lineman every once in a while. I still think Cole Strange, when you look at the, the totality of what he's achieved, is an NFL guy. So as much as he probably, in my opinion, I think I believe I said on my show I would draft him late second round, Bill Belichick wasn't willing to take that risk, gets his guy in Cole Strange. And I'm extremely excited that for the first time since 2008, only the fourth time in history, we had two FCS players drafted in the first round of the NFL draft. So it's a big, big day for FCS players. Also set the tone early, man. I think we could see almost a record number of FCS guys go this year as tonight, I believe not too long from now, the second round and the third round will go off tonight. I believe we'll see a bunch of FCS guys go. I expect Christian Watson, Troy Anderson, probably to go in the second round. The offensive lineman from North Dakota will probably be selected tonight. Also, you've had the potential of a Marquise Bell potentially going tonight as well, maybe a James Houston. We will see also a Jatiree Carter. There's a lot of guys that could probably go in the second round tonight. So I'm excited. I'm probably going to drop an episode tomorrow morning recapping the second, third round guys that go from the FCS level, man. So make sure to subscribe, hit that like button, comment below on Trevor Penning and Cole Strange going in the first round to the Saints and Patriots respectively, and comment below 
how they're going to fit on those teams and what you expect from them in the FCS level, man. But stay tuned tonight. Big night for the FCS in round two and three. But until next time, guys, the Blue Bloods are out.